0: Studios
1: Welcome to Brine Time with Jake and Jeremiah. I'm Jeremiah. My name is Jake, and we're here to talk about Pickles Baseball. Nice Pickles Baseball. We're just going right just into Pickles. Just going the straight tables. into yeah. it. Yeah.
2: Maybe that was a season one thing, more or less. Yeah,
1: I guess you know. It was fun. It was fun. We can fun. We 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 like to play around. I'll throw something out there again we like someday. To play but for right now, we got we actually got a lot to get to. So we do. Uh, we're just gonna get into it because we want. Jake brought up a good point that, you know, last season, season one, we kind of like profiled the league, the West Coast League, who these players are, who these teams are, uh, what all this is that's happening out there. Yeah. And if we have newer people listening to the podcast, which I assume we do, I hope we do, they might not know all this stuff, even if they're going to Pickles Games.
2: Yes. I ran into an old college friend who was out uh, there, and she just was like, so is this a single A team and, and who are they associated with? And I was like, actually, I can tell you all about it because I do a podcast on this. But I feel like a lot of people probably go out to the games. They want to see local baseball, but they're probably not super concerned with where these guys are at in their ascending careers. So
1: I had honestly seen a couple of games before I knew what totally. this was. Yeah. So, so we're gonna yeah, we're gonna talk about just that. Just quickly,
2: yeah, we'll go it's over the West
1: it. Coast League.
2: Yeah. So the pickle, the Portland Pickles, are a collegiate woodbat baseball team made up of college athletes, college baseball players. Yep. Who are on their summer break, so they have played a full season of college baseball.
1: Some of them are still playing.
2: Some of them are still playing. Uh, some, a couple of our guys are from UCLA, who with their number one overall team, who just got bounced last night by the University of Michigan. Do so, You see
1: Cardenas on there though. Oh. Yeah, he is on there, isn't he? Yeah. Jordan Cardenas from last year. Yeah. Uh there was a couple times on ESPN I was like, Hey, I know that pickle. I know that name. Carnitas. Yeah. yeah. Carnitas. So so these kids
2: play their full season and they're from, you know, they're from for the pickles especially, they, they we have a pretty high talent base, so they yeah, are it's guys. Division are, one,
1: Pac twelve kids. Yes. Yeah. Kids from uh we've got some SEC kids for the first time. Yep. There's a um, few
2: guys who play community college ball. Zach Miller is uh, the pitching coach up at the Tacoma Community College, and so I know there's at least one guy from there. Um, but generally, these are D1 athletes who are playing Division I uh, basketball or baseball, and they're on scholarships. So once this, their season's over, they want to have somewhere to play. They want to keep playing baseball, hence collegiate wood bat. So these guys spread out across the United States of America, and there's a ton of these leagues yeah. all across the states. And the West Coast League, which the Pickles earn, is one of the higher competition leagues.
1: It's, it's one of the better ones. It's in the top 20 yeah. of all of the West of all the Woodbat College yeah. summer ball
2: leagues. The Cape Cod League on the East Coast is generally considered the best league. Yes. But uh, the West Coast League has a lot of talent. Guys who have been drafted into the MLB organizations and will continue to get drafted. So it's a high level of play.
1: Yeah, the draft the other day, there was like 70. Yep. Is that what it was? Yeah. 70 West Coast League kids got drafted in the 2019 MLB draft.
2: Yeah, the lefties pitcher who did a very good job against oh, the Pickles. 90. It
1: was actually 90. 90. 90, 90, yeah. 90 West Coast League. So these are
2: these are these are guys who will, some of them are going on to have professional baseball careers and, you know, some of them end up playing, you know. Who uh, who's a couple of alumni that have ended up in the MLB.
1: Uh, I want to say James Paxson James, played. James, yeah,
2: he was the one I always um, think of. There's a few other guys who have made it all the way. But anyways, so this is, what, this is what's happening. And our league, the West Coast League, is divided into two divisions, the North and the South. Uh, the Portland Pickles play in the South. And our competition in the South are the Bend Elks, located obviously in Bend, Corvallis Knights, Cowlitz Black Bears, the Ridgefield Raptors, which are our new team this year. And the Walla Walla Sweets out in Walla Walla, Washington. And then in the north, we have the Bellingham Bells. How do you always mess this name up? Kel. Kelowna. Kelowna. I don't know why I always. Kelowna Falcons, the Port Angeles Lefties, who the uh, Portland Pickles just opened their first uh, home series against, Victoria Harbor Cats up in Canada, Wenatchee Apple Sox, and then finally the Yakima Valley Pippins. So these are the teams that they will be playing. Throughout the season, as uh, as well as the San Francisco Seals will be making a trip up. Who I'm not sure exactly what. Yeah, league and
1: then the Hayesville. There's Hayesville. Hayesville.
2: We're playing. Um, but an <laughs> Australian team too. There's an Australian team that is coming over. But that they've just always kind of a,
1: done some exhibition stuff like that. Yeah, you know, uh, like the old
2: the Gresham Grey Wolves, Gresham yes. Grey
1: Wolves from last season.
2: So we just kind of wanted to give you an update.
1: if you're coming to pickles games and you're wondering who the hell are these kids right and where do they learn to play ball like that yes uh the answer is usually the pac 12
2: and there is no game day program but if you go to the portland pickles website they have a full roster and they actually have rosters from previous teams so you can see what colleges these guys are going to uh if you want to do a little digging you can see who got drafted um but it's a it's an interesting thing and i think we mentioned this on the interview later on with Ross Campbell, the GM, but the team does not practice together. So these really are... Yeah, I didn't know that. This is just something I learned last week. And so really, these guys are coming in. They have to gel very quickly. They don't... They uh, The season's
1: pretty fast. The season is Baseball fast. Baseball-wise.
2: Baseball-wise, you know. yeah. It's only two months plus some change depending on the playoffs. So these guys gotta come in. They gotta really just be game-ready, which a lot of them are because they've been playing all season. But You know, team chemistry is big issues, and, you know, you hope that the Pickles, who were the best record in the league last year, can continue their success. Um, But a lot of these guys, it's cool, because they get to come to Portland, they hang out for a summer. I know they were saying that a lot of them do, like, team workouts, like they'll go to the gym together, but they're not practicing, so they're just working out and getting their bodies and keeping their bodies in shape, and then kind of just going out there and playing good baseball. So... That, is there anything else? I feel like that's a general overview of kind of what this is. If you ever find yourself at Walker Stadium, that's what you're watching. You're watching collegiate woodbat baseball with guys who are playing college, and some of them have been drafted. Their draft rights are to major league organizations. So you're yeah. seeing potential future stars in the MLB right now as they're young guns, you know. So always fun.
1: Yeah, we managed to find uh, Xander Clark. You know, uh, he's in the California, he's in Advanced A. Right yeah, now. with the he's San playing Francisco Abel. Giants organization. Yeah, San Jose Giants. San Jose, yeah. Is but the team is he's the on. Team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so, that, I mean, it's cool to watch. And, I mean, like, uh, Marco Gonzalez, who's pitches for the Mariners, Jacoby Ellsbury. I mean, there's been, there's been some names that have come through. Yeah. Uh, and the West Coast League's been around longer than the Pickles, for sure. Yes. So, uh, and that... That brings us to the Pickle Report. Yeah. Let's talk about how they're doing. We are six games in.
2: From right now, when this is recorded, yep. we are six games in. Yeah, and by the, Pickles, the time you guys
1: hear, we'll be seven or eight games yeah. in. But right now...
2: The Pickles stand at 3-3. Three and three.
1: Yep, 500.
2: They had a, uh opening day win, which we covered a little bit, yeah. against the lefties, but unfortunately... Offense kind of slowed. They, uh, I was at both.
1: Was it 10 to 1 both
2: games? No, the first one was 7 to 1. 7 to then 1 the, and 10 the, to 1. The game three, the the rubber match of that series was 10 to 1. Uh, yeah, just, um, bats kind of disappeared and the pitching gave up just, you know, a couple runs here, a couple runs there in the lefties. So the Pickles dropped their first, uh, series against the lefties, but. pallets, yeah. Against the Cowlitz Black Bears. Oh, they those... won the first two, seven to five, and then uh six to five, and then dropped the final game of that series seven to
1: five. So I watched some of that on the on the Facebook. Judah Newbie. Yeah, I wasn't listening to it. I was listening to a podcast, but I was uh watching. Yeah. And uh I was keeping a I was keeping a sharp eye on the uh on-field hosts. They did some bowling. They did some bowling, but they have uh, on-deck circles, like a flat mat that's an on-deck circle, so they were able to use that. And then they did something where they were like throwing paper plates into garbage cans. And I was like, this is very- Litter pickup uh, is Southwestern the game. <laughs> yeah, Washington. Yeah.
2: Litter pickup. <laughs> have fun. Pl- clean up the field, kids.
1: You got those like grabby get things. Get a free
2: hot dog from yeah. the trash. but. Uh, but if you don't throw the
1: wrapper away, uh, then we're you lose. Drag you through the parking lot.
2: Yeah, Jeremiah and I are Jeremiah and I are starting to you know we're gonna start to notice what the other on field hosts are doing what kind of what kind of heat they're bringing.
1: Keeping an eye on it. Keeping you know, an eye on it because
2: I don't want to be second place. I want to be the best on field host.
1: I think so far it's so good. I did get uh, a
2: compliment from Robert Jones, booth man, after my dizzy bat performance because I had. Uh, Eric Olson, former sponsor of the podcast from Ride PDW, I had him and his buddy do Dizzy Bat. And Eric did not was not able to run. He just fell down. He spun so hard, he was just like, I think I'm dead. And he fell. And that was a good one. I'm, I'm, I feel bad because I'm more and more leaning towards having just adults do it. Oh, yeah. Because they're drinking. And I always tell them, I was like, okay, I found you at the second inning. This happens in the fifth, so I want a couple more beers down. But I got we got to get some kids in there, right? I mean, the kids. No. No? We're no. never going to do kids?
1: Bo- the bowling game is for is the kids. kids. The Dizzy Bat is definitely adults. Uh, and I'm I'm leaning towards we need to start having people sign waivers for the Dizzy Bat. Don't because, blow up those
2: knees. Oof,
1: it, yeah. Anyway, enough about us. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the Pickles are back to 500. They're 3 and 3. It's uh, early. Yeah.
2: They got a they got two back-to-back home stands coming up that we'll talk about a little bit at the end of the show. But plenty of time to, you know, straighten up, get these, you know, early season kinks out of their system. And also the other thing uh is that as we just mentioned, some of our best players are either wrapping up or still playing in the College World Series. So the UCLA guys, and I know we have a few of those guys, will be coming in shortly mm-hmm. because they just... And the kid
1: from Auburn, too, yeah.
2: Yeah, so we're also missing some of our firepower. Yep. So once that, you know, all all the talent gets on board, uh, I imagine the Pickles to shoot up the standings.
1: Yeah, and the league is ran like most minor league uh, leagues where you can win the first half or the second half of the season to make the playoffs because of just the changes in personnel as the season goes on. So, yeah. Uh we're in we're in no danger, but hey, we're 500. Yeah. We're 500. We're in second place in our division. <laughs> totally. There's there's nothing to worry about. Totally. And yeah, we got our first um first series with the uh the expansion Ridgefield Raptors coming up. Uh which we'll talk about more, but yeah, it's going to be a long long home stand uh for the rest of this week. And they'll they'll get it back on track. Yeah. I'm excited.
2: So, yeah. Well, that was the pickle report. And uh, yeah, we're excited. I'm pumped. I'm so pumped. I'm pumped. Go pickles, baby.
1: So pumped. Time now for pickle of the week.
2: Whoop, whoop. Yeah, who we got this week? We have first baseman Kyle. Manzardo, everyone. Manzardo, trying to do it with Robert Jones, Kyle yeah. Manzardo,
1: the old bark and growl. Yeah, yeah. Uh, man, this—he's killing it so far. Where's he from, my man? He's from Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. And who does he play for, my man? Plays for the Washington State Cougars. Oh, are you a
2: fan of the Cougs by chance?
1: I'm big, big Coug fan. Big Coug fan. Big Coug fan. Uh, yeah, th- uh, this is one of the guys who was on the side of the road who I tried to. Help out the other day.
2: Oh, good. Uh, so we have a rapport.
1: We're going to get him on the show. Yeah. Um, Kyle Manzardo is hitting four he He's got nine hits and 20 at-bats. He's got six walks, only three strikeouts, playing first base, no errors. And so far, I mean, he's the top of the uh, – definitely the top of the stats so far for the Pickles. Yeah. In just a short six-game uh, sample size so far. But he looks good. And yeah, his name sounds like he should be a magician, really. Give it up for Kyle Manzardo. The great Manzardo.
2: Yeah, just comes out with a smoke bomb. (sighs) I need a volunteer from the audience. Make them disappear. Anyone
1: will do. Anyone
2: will do. No, 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 no. Yeah, well. Manzardo. Tip of the cap to Kyle Manzardo. Keep up the great work, keep up the defense
1: prowess.
2: Yeah. And the so, amazing 450 average at the plate, buddy. Keep it
1: going. Six one one eighty five, 185, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Lake City High School. I don't know what that is, but probably in Coeur d'Alene. Uh, a, I, there's a I, big lake there.
2: Did I hear, what was the, where is he at in college? What year is he? Uh,
1: this says freshman, so he's between freshman and sophomore year. Wow, young gun. Mm-hmm.
2: Good for him. Yeah. Perfect, buddy. Well,
1: Pickle we wish you the, the
2: best. Week. Pickle of the week. And Jeremiah, as tradition. What do we got? What are we, what are we snapping into today? Oh boy!
1: Bubbies, bubbies, baby kosher dill pickles. Did you get this just for me? Bubbies, bubbies. What do you mean just for you? Bubby. Oh, the second part? Uh, No. Bubby. Yiddish bubby. word. Bubby. Bubby. Do You have a bubby? Uh, uh, no, no. Well, you had a bubby. Yeah.
2: Did you? I didn't Is have that a one. thing. I didn't have. I didn't have one, but I would have. you know, yeah, it's a bu- It's Yiddish. Is it? Yeah, the Jewish oh. grandmother, Bubby.
1: You kosher dill, baby. Yeah, yeah, kosher dill, Bubby. Love the bubs. It looks like specifically somebody's grandmother. I mean, there's a picture of it. Yeah,
2: what's the what does it say on the packaging? Who's in, who? Does they have a little story?
1: The it says the long and the short of it is that Bubby, babies her kosher dills right from the start. Yes, fermented <laughs> with naturally <laughs> present cultures. But yeah, there is. I don't know. There's kind of a. Viscous, milky uh, oh. stuff going on. All right, They well. were all like that. I made, I made sure. No, that's cool. All right. Let's get that. Oh, oh. oh, yeah. Nah. It's fine. My God. A little brine on the uh, old laptop oh, never killed little anybody. Small little one. Oh. Well. <laughs> Sorry about that, Bubby. They're not like gherkins, though. Well, that kind of looks like one. but Kind of, almost. All right. They're very, uh, there's a lot of dill to them. Get a little
2: scent here. Alright. That tastes good. Very vinegary. High on the vinegar on this one. Can I have another one? It's a little, this one, I got a tiny little guy. You know Bubby wants us to eat, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Bubby wants us to eat. eat. Eat! Eat! Eat, Bubba La. Vinegary, I'm, it almost tastes like smoky to me, doesn't it?
0: Do
1: you see that picture of me that I put on a uh, with you Instagram? and Bill? No, 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 no. Oh. Uh, they had Dylan, the mascot, serving pickles out of the oh, I saw party this. deck. Yes, and he was like, "Hold it!" He wouldn't let me get it, and I had to like climb over the counter. I got it, and I just I had a pickle in my mouth, and then of course. Someone snapped a picture yes. of me having a little too much fun on the party deck. Uh, that's what it's there for. We well, d- we need to get some of those though. Yeah. But we'll go back to that. These Bubbies. What do you think, Randall? We I go- think that's a good pickle.
2: That's like triple A, maybe major. That's good.
1: Um I'd say like triple. I like a little less vinegar. Yeah, a little less bitterness.
2: Yeah. It's not it's not a sweet pickle. It's definitely yeah, it's a vinegary pickle.
1: Feel but like? you can have like a pickle that's, is still like, uh, dill pickle, but yeah, not quite as bitter.
2: What do you think? Um, what are you going with?
1: No, I think there's. I think it's still a good pickle. They got a good crunch to them. Yeah, nice. Uh, you know, from the cold section. You
2: know what kind of monster doesn't want a cold pickle? Right. Ugh! Just brings a, a warm pickle to the game.
1: Has <laughs> been in his backpack.
2: Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Well, Bubby. Take what Oh, I'd be biking. I'd say triple A. This is a very solid pickle, and I feel like at some point we're gonna have to look back and see like, are we just afraid to give a major league review, like a, a MLB? Like, when will we hit a pickle wherever? Like, hey, truly an all-star, a major league pickle. We're gonna get some from Gardner's. Is that place
1: right down the road? The German. Yeah, we're gonna get
2: some from the the sausage place. Uh, So we got a lot of. We've been scouting off season. We've been scouting pickles locations.
1: I almost got this uh, beet and apple kraut. Ooh, that's pickled. It is pickled. That
2: is pickled. It's not a pickle, but it's pickled.
1: It's pickled. It was made by. It wasn't made by Bubby. It was made. I don't remember, but
2: Bubby. Some more. Love the Bubs. Well, that has been pickle of the week, Kyle. Bubby. Kyle Kyle Bubby I hope you meet one day Kyle I hope you have a Bubby Bubby Manzardo Bubby Manzardo Bubby Walking up to the plate with a hunchback And ready to go
1: She's got her babushka She's got
2: the babush baby Anyways What are we talking about anymore Who knows Who knows (laughs) Give it up for the pickles Great stuff You might
1: be in trouble
2: time now everybody for inside the jar where we interview a person of pickle importance today we are throwing up ross campbell gm of the pickles who also handles the promotional side uh, we were able to talk to ross after the final game of the lefty series out on the party deck everybody's having a good time despite the scoreboard so we hope you enjoy
0: Go pickles. Cue the intro music. Prime time. You bring the bride. Yeah.
1: You know it.
2: You know it. Everyone knows it. Guess who we're here with, folks? Uh, we're here with
1: dude at the show. Are you not recording, are you? I am, but I oh, can okay. start over. No. No, that was great. Yeah. Let's leave it. I like it. I it's like
2: natural. It. It's organic.
1: I was just. I met a guy tonight. Mm. Ah. It's fine. Who was like...
2: We're uh, on the uh, party deck, and after an absolute uh, crushing <laughs> by the Los Angeles I'm gonna, yeah, lefties... Yeah, I'm not going
1: to get to tell my story. I'm going to go with
0: crushing. Go with crushing. Yeah, we got was crushed. not
1: good. Some dude listening to our podcast, even though he didn't like baseball and never been to a pickles game, but he's like, your brain time? I started listening to that today. Weird. Yeah. How did he hear about it?
0: I don't know. I, I hate, hate baseball. So you know how heard about dude, yeah, it? some dude named Justin. You know how I heard about super it? Super nice guy. I've been promoting you guys under the table. Uh, mm. Under the table? Yeah, it's That's like this. That's not
1: really how promoting works, I don't think.
0: And you can't see this. Is this like a payola? Is this podcast
1: payola scandal?
0: We're here with further than that. Ross Campbell, a little, general yes. manager.
1: Yeah, what's your official title, Yeah, Ross? tell us. Tell the people what's your what's official your full title.
0: name? My full name is Ross. Last name Campbell. Okay. Official title. Roscoe P. Coltrane. Pico? Pico. P. My nickname when I was younger. Coltrane. Pico. Pico. It means small in Italian.
1: Yeah. Are you Italian?
0: I'm Italian. Okay. Italiano. He's
1: got a mustache. Makes sense.
0: Bellissimo. What's
1: your official title?
0: General manager. uh, General manager slash partnership marketing manager. You do both, huh? But, I mean, let's shorten the title and just call it GM. GM sounds sexier, man. It sounds a little better.
2: Just say Ross Campbell GM.
0: I will do that from now on. I think that's better. Based on zero recommendation from both of you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, how'd you get this gig? The gig. What's your background and how did you become
0: a PM? You know, I'm one of those few people that went to college to get a degree and then actually ended up working in that degree. Oh, okay. So I played played baseball growing up. I played soccer growing up and uh, went to college for sport management. Washington State, go Cougs. Go Cougs. This
2: guy, big Cougs fan. Big
0: Cougs guy. Found that out a few days ago. Um, but yeah, I mean, I had a few scholarship offers out of high school to play baseball. Smaller schools like Concordia and Centrally a community college, stuff like that, but kind of wanted to work in the business behind it and, uh, did a couple of internships, worked for Portland Community College in the athletic department, worked, uh, did like this internship in Spain, which is super cool, but only like a week and a half. And then I, it was time to get a big boy job. So I cut my long hair.
2: Oh, you oh, had long hair. You I had hockey
0: hair. Super yeah. long flow. Oh, they call it flow in hockey. I think we all know that. Yeah, yeah. So I cut it to get a job, and then the one job I ended up with, the it would have never matter. mattered. So we're oh, yeah. we're starting that train again, my friends. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're getting, it's getting starting. it back. It's I starting.
2: see you when yeah when you talk, you rub
0: your hand through it. It's beautiful. Well, it's you yeah. know? It's natural. No, it it's is. natural. It's a little more grazed, though. How what old are, are you? 26 you're 26 26 years old
2: you might be the youngest GM I feel like
0: I think in the league yeah I went to we went to the ownership and in GM meetings uh, I think in December and yeah it was, it was cool being at the table yeah it was cool
1: here's the big kids table
0: yeah I, know, I like the kids table but I also like the having a little more responsibility it's good so was
2: your day-to-day like what is a GM for a collegiate wood bat Baseball team, like what's what's a day look like in a work? Besides ducking interviews, do, I you know yeah, besides what? dodging the local
0: podcasts,
1: it, it, you, uh, what else?
0: Would, this would go into my appearances. this would go into my day to day duties. Is there's so much that it's very very hard, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. To, sure. to do everything everyone wants, yeah, and oh. I want to. I mean, I want to. No, we get it. I want everyone to be happy.
2: But like for a fan who's like, wow, what does the GM do? It's I feel like well, at it's this different. Level, it's different.
0: Yeah, I mean, because like. I think a lot of the teams in the league, the GM handles, like, recruiting the players. Okay. And, like, I, doing that stuff. That's and I don't why I would I don't, assume. And I don't do any of that. Yeah, you you're not any director of player so there's, so there's, personnel. No, no, no. Anyway. So there's there's on the field. There's mm-hmm. everything on the field, which I don't even touch. I mean, I work True. closely with Justin, our coaching staff. Yeah. But my primary primary job is, if you, like, look at all the outfield banners, from, like, the Geico's to the Reka Vodkas to the Lardo to the Alice Pizza, like, my job is getting those guys presents to the park. Okay. So I'm in charge of, like, all the sponsorships. In the park, all of, like, the activations, like, working, trying to get, like, pizza in the park for our fans or trying to get, you know, a CBD company to be the first team, first first CBD company ever to sponsor a baseball team. Stuff like that. Okay. So kind of more big picture stuff for the team.
2: And uh, do you have, I don't know, like, a young GM, do you have, like, a goal to be, like... In the majors and like in the minors farm system. I'm at some super
0: point. happy where I'm at. Yeah, I'll say that. That's I, awesome. I mean, working closely with Alan, he's just been kind of like a mentor. He's been, I mean, he's a marketing guy. He's been doing this for 30 years. Mm-hmm. He, he's super passionate about this team. Um, he definitely brings that to the to the park, brings it to the team, and it's very easy to to do the job when he's this supportive. So you know, looking at big picture stuff, it's it's fun. It's it, it's, it makes it fun. You know, finding out creative ways to make the fan experience better, that's I guess that would be yeah, a good way to put the job.
1: Well and that's, that's something we've been talking about all season so far is how that's happened this year and that's like it's finally becoming like what we knew it could be, right? And that's kind of like what we've been saying the whole time. And that's thanks to you and Al
0: uh, yeah, I think I think when the ownership finally switched up.
1: There's been a vision the vision. The vision,
0: right? the vision had changed. Yeah. I think I think our fans have been happy with the changes, and yeah. I want I want to say we've been getting a lot of good reviews, and you know the the reception's been good, which is what you want. Yeah. But it's it's about getting better every day. Sure. And you know we like today we I decided you know in our concourse where our fans are waiting in line for food or beer, let's just play the live stream so they can listen to it, and not really miss any of the ball game. Totally. It's just stuff like yeah, that. that. It's super when easy. I yeah. In here, I was like. Why and then it I happened hear, to be me up there.
1: Yeah, I was like, why can't I hear Ross talking? <laughs> and I was like, are they already interviewing him? Is this no. Brian time? No,
2: that's smart, no, though, because Judy. that's what happens in the majors. You can walk away, you can go get a, a dog, and you can still know
0: what's going on. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, if it, someone's going to say, you know what, I, I waited in line a little too long, let's at least provide them with a better experience while they're waiting. Yeah. It's stuff like that, you know. So so some of the big pictures stuff, up, but the, the best part yeah. of the pickles is we can change things up super quickly super easily
1: yeah there's not a lot of red tape
0: not a lot i mean slapping a cbd partner in there Mm -hmm. no one's ever done it we decided to go for it we we went through the right steps and got it done that's awesome yeah it's been good
2: what do you uh how you think the season's looking so far so early it's it's really early
1: early. under 500 on the field you're asking on the field
2: we're talking let's talk a little baseball on the field
1: so I Last two nights have been
2: Last two nights have been rough Last two nights have been rough nah. We are recording this after the series loss against the lefties Final score 10-1 to 1. Yeah, this is Thursday night Thursday, Thursday night, June 6th
0: We lost Early. our uh, our Wednesday night game Lost our Wednesday night game 7-1 The important part is we won our home opener We do have a win under our belt yep. uh, On the field, it's hard to say because our best players aren't here they're still playing college baseball.
2: Yes, I was wondering actually about yeah, that. Yeah, there's a, a kid lot. from Auburn. There's, there's UCLA. We, we brought
0: stuff. in our first ever SEC kid this year, which yeah. is which is really cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I I think as time goes on, it's really hard for these leagues, these summer collegiate baseball leagues, to get a good grasp of how good the team actually is until about a month in. Yeah, I'm sure. Until which is which is tough,
1: which, it's two and a half months. Which season. is two. Yeah. I
0: know it's a two and a half month season, but, you know. The best part is how it's split up, and you can either win the first half or win the second half to make the playoffs. So we could lose every game until halfway through and then win every game, and we're fine. Yeah.
2: I just found this out, which I thought was interesting, and I think this is true, is that the team really doesn't like practice.
0: No. No. So I did not know that. They play so much. Like, people always ask all the time, you know, how many games did the Pickles play? And I say, well, we have 37 home games. And then they're like, "Oh, just thirty-seven games to the summer." But no, there's also, you know, thirty-two away games. And they so, got off playing. They just got done and they playing. Just got college done playing ball. college ball. So they or high school ball. Or like, high school ball where yeah. you
1: practice every day. Exactly. Right. High school ball.
0: So it's it's a it's a transition for these guys. I mean, they, they. I think there's maybe two, three, practices through the entire summer. So they have to mesh super quick, just as teammates. Mm-hmm. And I think we've already started to see, I was out in the bullpen the other night, and we've already started to see, like, a little, some good player cohesion, which is good. We want those guys to have fun. Yeah. And the more fun they have off the field, I think they'll perform.
1: Yeah, when I was out there last night. It seems like they're having fun. Like, people, like, just walking past the bullpen after talking around the K-man, like,
0: everyone was just like,
1: what's up? What are you doing? They're kind of shit talkers out there in the bullpen, aren't they? I was like, just working, you know. The grind yeah because i'm like running around making people <laughs> fall down and shit
0: yeah so. well it was great because we were out there and we we had a player like getting dared to like jump over the bullpen fence and then jump off of a picnic table like onto the field to go into the game you <laughs> know I, I just happened to be sitting there and i was like this, that was amazing the whole crowd went nuts like you know 50 people out there in the bullpen and yeah, the picnic awesome. tables they went nuts and i yeah. was like that should happen every time totally stuff like it's that thing yeah sick entrances a new thing is having Having fun.
1: Freestyle walking until someone, you know. Yeah.
0: Tears an ACL. Oh, I don't want to talk ACL. I'm <laughs> a... I'm a... <laughs> someone, had
1: <to> <laughs> someone had to say it. Someone had to say it. I knew it would be Jake. Uh, you know? My knee. <laughs> my optimist buddy, Jake. You yeah. Know? I just look on so the So, you know line. what?
0: Well, I'm going to turn this around on you guys. Let's talk Brian time. Yeah. First four games, five games, we've had three, three official West Coast League games. Yep. Two yes. preseason games. Yep. Yep. On-field hosts. Yep. Jake and Jeremiah. That's us. Yep. Are you enjoying it so far? I am. Yeah. This is my first alone game tonight. Yeah.
2: Interesting. It's uh How'd it go? pretty good. Made a couple flubs with, like, name stuff, but... But it's di- so easy di- to recover from that because di- no, yeah, no, 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 no one expects anything. No knows. one will, No one would ever know. Honestly, it's like, again, this is just through yesterday's game and tonight, When if you crush Dizzy bat. That's it. You yeah. win. Yep. And we crushed Dizzy Bat yesterday, and we crushed, like tonight, I had Eric Olsen from uh, Ride oh, yeah, yeah. Him and his buddy did it. Oh, Eric cool. was there. Uh, yeah. Good. Eric, 10 times around, just fell down. Like, he was, just couldn't even <laughs> run, and his buddy, like, crawled across it. So, like, if you crush Dizzy Bat, that's when I feel like that's your anchor. Like, I, if you get that, mm-hmm. the fans are like, yo, these guys, because one dude yeah. after was like, hey, man, you were funny out there. And it's like, yeah, just providing 10 seconds of commentary.
0: Mm-hmm. They're well, it's, down. And it's different. It's different from what we've had. Yeah. And, you know, we didn't really know where we wanted to go, but we're super happy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we love having, you know, it, a little more freedom for you guys. It's more fun for the fans. Yeah.
1: Well, and so, like, someone last night was like, you know, <clears throat> I'm just here for the guys on the field or whatever, you know, and it's like, yeah, that's, that's, a rare that's, fan. that's yeah, great. Not... You know, like, uh, the guys on the field, yeah, we want them to have a good time or whatever too, but it's like, you know. No, I mean someone in the, like the organization. Ah, I see. You know, it was like, "Whatever you guys want to do, but I'm focused on the game." You know, and it's like, "Yeah, that's your part, but we're focused on all these butts in the seats, man." Oh, yeah, and it's yeah. like, uh, you know, dizzy bat last night where uh, the, <laughs> Duke, the Penn State professor right like tanked Just into his own brother. Oh my God, those guys were great. Uh, yeah, shout out to Charlie from uh, Pennsylvania. Charles, I, uh, hope he listens. And we had two Charlies on the field last night because then we had we had the twins who it was birthday
2: and then Charlie, the birthday kid, was in the stands tonight with his dad and I waved to him and I said hello. Um, yeah,
1: how cool is that? Those uh, the dad hit us up on our Instagram, on Brian Time underscore Pod at Instagram. Is that a plug? And uh, absolutely hard plug. Hard Sorry. plug. and was yeah. like, hey, uh, these my nine-year-old twins. It's their birthday. They're the biggest Brian Time fans. Can you guys come over and see them? And we met them. And we're like, Sorry. uh, hey, he goes, this is Jake and Jeremiah. And they were like, you mean like from brine time? No way. Oh,
2: yeah, dude.
1: They're like stoked.
2: And then like, they were like stoked. We took them out to do the bowling, bobbleheads. Oh, those were. That was the kids Those yesterday. were the kids. Okay. Yeah. But later they Like the mom took a, we took a picture with the kids. They're like, dude, this is so great. So it's crazy. It's
1: rewarding. Let's it is it very, rewarding. very
2: rewarding. Very rewarding. We're be. having
0: a great time. Yeah. How does it feel to be this famous this quick? It's Being an on-field host Only yeah. gonna grow Yeah So I
2: don't know I think the picks will turn it around I mean They will They will um, it's, it's very early Port Angeles is a good team Last year they
0: were Not Maybe. good at all yeah. We went up We yeah. went up
2: to their home game And it, we destroyed them yeah. What were you guys uh,
0: doing up there?
2: We did a gig on Saturday in Seattle, and then we were like, well, because we wanted to go see an away, we were just like, we should see one away yeah. game. See, I
0: needed to do that more this year. I, was I decided Friday, to yeah, do more Friday though. in Seattle, yeah. and then we did the Saturday. Saturday. We drove all the way out to Port
1: Angeles. Yeah, we drove back. We how far were just away from down. It was like good two hours. Yeah, but yeah. it's worth it. It's yeah. cool yeah. to
2: see because the other thing is when you see an away game, you realize how different this this is yeah. because. Port Angeles does not have this type of community. We right. were there was 50 people at that game and they're playing in this huge high school stadium right. with giant uh you know like giant stands empty, right? right. But you right. come here on a Friday or Saturday night and it's sold out. Right. Like that is a true home field but advantage. is that
0: not a selling point for our players? Yes. Like sure. should should the coaches send their players here to have that much fun? Also, or are they going to have a little too much fun and not focus on baseball? I don't do know.
2: I don't know. I mean, last year was, a. Pre- I mean, number one team in the league. Absolutely.
1: So I think it could go either way. Like, small towns, like, you know, I mean, you've lived in Pullman, where it's like you can still have plenty of fun. Sure. Like, you don't have to be bright lights, big city. You can uh, You can have a good time in a small town. Yeah, you can. There's not a lot to it's do. Just there's it's just there's, different. There's more
0: options here. But I think having those, more, those options... Yeah, I, I'd, say we're, I'd say we're the only big market, technically big market team in the entire league.
2: If I was a player sure. and I found out I got that's to what I'm saying. That's what I'm Portland, trying to say. I would be stoked. If that's I had what I'm to, trying to say. If I was like, oh, you'll be in Yakima. Ridgefield or Yakima, I'd be like, all right, that's how, I'm playing baseball, but yeah. I wouldn't be like stoked on Yakima. I'd be like,
0: no. Oh. Would you be stoked on Yakima, Miner Burger man, I'd be at Burger a lot. <laughs> You've been to Yakima? That's what hurts us of here. Of course I've Why? been to Yakima. He's, he's he the one. You didn't say it right. Yakima. Yakama. It's Yakima. Yakima. Oh, boy. Well, Ross uh, Campbell. are up 45 minutes. What? Yeah,
2: no, he knows all about Yakima. These guys are ending the
0: ending the podcast, yeah. ending the podcast all right? See you, bud. Yeah, they've turned the lights hey, out on us on the party Lights day. are
2: off here at Walker. We're in the dark. Uh, Seeing the lights go
1: down on the party
2: We've, uh, we, I will be here six game Six in games in a row. Six games in a row starting Tuesday. No. Uh, That's a lot. You'll be here for a couple of them, right? A couple of them. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I got a pretty big Z uh, week next
0: week. I saw your sticker. Yeah? I saw your oh, sticker. Oh, Alan has it, yeah. And I, I have a question. Was that fan made or did you go ahead and. Uh,
1: Jenkins drew it? Yeah. Didn't he? yeah. Dylan Comic. Jenkins.
0: So someone else. He's drawn all my merch. I see.
1: I love Dylan it. Jenkins. He's a great artist, a wonderful comedian. And yeah. An all-around lovely human, and uh, yeah, he, he's drawn uh, all my logos, uh, my t-shirts, my stickers, my CDs, all of it. He should be getting royalties. I humbly request a sticker. Well, right, you're the I guy who
2: could give him right royalties.
1: I know, right? You know, you're, the, you're the guy who could do that for him. Yeah. Yeah. I,
2: got, I booked him up. Yeah. Him
1: up. <laughs>
2: you should get him. I'm not going to do it, but yeah, we're fine. All right, that was Ross Campbell. Thanks yep. so much, bud.
0: Yeah. Brian, time. Yeah, they have um, other things to talk about, right? Yeah. yeah, you guys got too much. So money. much. All right. Yeah. See you guys. Thanks, guys.
2: <laughs> well, it's that time again for Inside Inside Baseball, where Jeremiah and I look at some of the. I always love this word, minutia.
1: Minutia.
2: The minutia. the uh, rules of the game, and talking about different aspects the of pariffs. it. Riffs. Yeah the things that you see but you might not understand why it's a rule or maybe just have never thought about it until we bring it up. So today we are talking about why do baseball managers wear uniforms? Do you have any info for us, Jeremiah?
1: Yeah, this is something that I didn't really know until we started looking into it. And it goes back, uh, this guy John Thorne, who is the official uh, historian of Major League Baseball, Talks about back in the day, the manager was the business manager. Yeah. You know, like he ran the bus schedule and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, like, we just got done talking to Ross Campbell. Yeah. Very similar to that.
2: Yep. Has nothing to do with players getting players on the team. Right.
1: Yeah, he wasn't the GM. He was just the manager, like the road manager. And then the guy on the... Field, who was in charge of the lineup and all that stuff, he was known as the captain. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, he was usually uh, also on the team as a player.
2: Yeah, kind of like in basketball, they used to have a lot more player coaches.
1: Player coaches was a thing until I was a kid. Yeah. And then it seems to have gone completely away.
2: Yeah, I guess in hockey, was
1: that a thing? There was some player coaches. Player coaches, yeah. Yeah.
2: But definitely basketball had some player coaches. Mm -hmm.
1: Even baseball, a little
2: bit. And then I guess they just decided that, no, we're not doing that anymore.
1: Nope. You're either a player or you're a coach. Yeah. You're the captain or you're the manager. Right. And um, basically, say? yeah. There was basic- also a few captains who didn't play for the team and stuck to ma- making decisions in the dugout. And those people wore suits. Like you would see like an NBA coach. Totally. Or a, uh, a hockey coach. They always wear suits. Yeah. Football, they wear sweatsuits, basically.
2: Yeah. but Yeah, football's kind of the chillest of the what you can wear.
1: There was a guy... Who was it? There was a guy who was... Like, his first year, he wore suits all the time. And then... Because you remember, like, Hank Stram. That's the guy on all the old NFL films with the Kansas City Chiefs Yeah, uh, blazer. Well, I feel like... Yeah. It's, like, evolved quite a bit, you know, in, like, Lombardi Wars.
2: Exactly. I feel like those guys did used to wear suits, and then it just kind of was, like, I think since Belichick kept winning, they're like, what? Are, what the suits clearly don't matter. Let's just go with the sweats.
1: Let's sweat just pants. go to the sweats. At least a polo shirt.
2: Yeah. Nah, just wear sweats. That's it. So, basically, as the game changed, uh, the captains really didn't play anymore, but they kept the uniforms. They just kind of kept having, wearing the uniforms, and it kind of just became a tradition of the game for the captain that now we what we call a manager to wear a uniform in the dugout, even though they're clearly not a member of the playing squad.
1: Yeah, it seems like guys like Connie Mack, uh, who uh, was the Philadelphia Athletics manager, and Burt Shutton, they used to wear suits and ties, Yeah, even after people actually kind of weren't really doing it. So the question is really, is
2: it technically a rule of the game? Now, we're obviously going off the MLB, but you know, everything probably trickles down from there. So really, they don't directly say ever in the rule book that the manager must wear a uniform like the players. Um, The one thing that kind of defines it, it is that it says, quote, the seating facilities, they're talking about the dugout. This is how they're defining the dugout. The seating facilities reserved for players, substitutes, and other team members in uniform when they are not actively engaged on the playing field. And they say, and it makes no exception for managers or anyone else. So they're never addressed, but it does kind of seem to say that if you're in the dugout, you have to have a uniform, and that's where the managers sit. So almost by definition, they will be wearing a uniform.
1: Yeah. Well, it's it's the the rule 2.0 zero that is a team member in uniform appointed by the manager to perform such duties as the manager may designate, uh, like base coaches. Yeah. So those are team members. Cause they're not managers. Yeah, they're base coaches or you know pitching coaches or right. whatever. That they are in uniform. Yeah. It's all very kind of muddy.
2: I was uh, these language that they use for this is just like just say if they have to or not.
1: Hey, would, but, can I wear a uniform? Right. Do you want me to wear a shirt and tie? Yeah.
2: It would be interesting if a manager one day just came out and was like, "Nah, I'm wearing I'm wearing a suit today." Belichick
1: just, gave me this yeah,
2: this pullover. I'm wearing it. Yeah.
1: I cut the sleeves off this
2: hoodie. Right. And we won another championship. So shut up. We're doing suit and it again. I tie on
1: under this. Don't worry about it.
2: Yeah. So, uh, we're talking
1: about that. Like the pickles managers, oh, you know, like their coaches, the pitching coach, the hitting coach, Mags and Zach Miller. Yeah.
2: They're they w- not wearing they jerseys. Wear, yeah.
1: They wear baseball pants and then, you know, like, but, uh, yeah, like a uh, windbreaker, I guess you would call yeah. it. Yeah. And uh, I don't think the, I don't think Blue's going to walk over and be like, Hey, Max, hey. you got a, you got you a gotta regulation jersey on you gotta under You got to suit that? up, bud. Going to have to see uh, yeah. what number you're wearing.
2: Yeah, it's strange. I mean, I always thought, I mean, I just remember thinking as a kid, like, how weird it was that these were, like, guys. It's like, I always thought it looked like playing dress-up. It's like, you're not, we all know you're never going to play. I don't know why you're doing this, but I don't know. I guess everybody makes it normal. It must, I don't know. I wonder if it's kind of cool for the, the coaches to be like, yeah. Suiting up. Like, they get that little thrill. Because, like...
1: It's a nice uniform. It is. Know, a cl- and it
2: stays clean because they don't...
1: Do you think he's d- got a mitt back there, too, though?
2: Yeah, he's just like, he's look, like, dude, I hey. won't... I'll throw.
1: I'm in charge.
2: Yeah. I'll, I mean, if, I'll put, I'll, if
1: I want to go out there I'll and take i will put AB, my name in. I'll, I'll write it down. <laughs> you can't stop me. You can't stop I'm this, I'm the captain slash manager slash coach. I'll do whatever I want. I'll do this whatever I want. This is my team. This is my team. Wouldn't it... Uh, but, of course, all the other sports have, well, I guess basketball is the only one I can think of. What? Because all the other sports have so much pads. You know, like a coach isn't going to wear a football outfit or a hockey, like <laughs> putting on hockey gear is probably the biggest pain in the ass. Well, no, it would be weirder world. if
2: they just wore the jersey because those are so big. That and, just, skates. Yeah, yeah, they and skates? Yeah, yeah. Just and skates
1: with no pads on?
2: I always think it's weird when the hockey coaches have to come out on the ice either to oh, like yeah, walk around hands. or shake hands. It's like, bro, they're just in business shoes like I always feel like they're gonna slip and bust their head but when I
1: was a little like the first like real hockey game I ever played in yeah our coaches like tried to dress up you know I mean we were that age like my hockey team now we don't have coaches yeah yeah. so but they were like you know they had like a
2: nice shirt like yeah they hey. wore ties and yeah. stuff
1: and it was like everyone thought it was really weird but but what about basketball like what if like uh Steve Kerr was just wearing like shorts and a tank top he's <laughs> like bro at the end of the bench yeah with a headband on.
2: Oh, the headband would be some Air, perfect. air Jordans. Yeah, like well, see, at least Steve Kerr played in the league. Like, yeah. imagine like Stan Van Gundy or when Jeff Van Gundy was playing. Like, <laughs> can you just <laughs> imagine those dudes in jerseys? Yeah, <laughs>
1: dude. Basically, me. Yeah, in a basketball just in a uniform, tight
2: fitting. Circulation cutting the off
1: numbers. The vinyl.
2: What if it was like naughty? Whatever it was like a. It was like their favorite player on their own team. Like they're just like Steve Curtis has a KD jersey on. You know,
1: actually, I'm going with Draymond now. Yeah.
2: Sorry, sorry, we Draymond needs a little love, so I'm wearing a Draymond jersey. Yeah,
1: the that's weird. The uniform thing is weird
2: because they get their own number too, don't they?
1: The baseball. The
2: baseball has their own number, or do they have a? I actually can't think.
1: I think of, they have a number.
2: Yeah. I don't know, but it would be weird to see uh, these. Yeah, I don't know. It's just I feel like it's one of those traditions. Any other sport. You would not Besides accept stock it. stock
1: car racing. Those guys wear the same.
2: Oh, yeah, like the pit crews? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: There's a guy who's kind of like a coach of that, isn't there? Like the crew chief?
2: Yeah, the crew chief, for He's sure. He's got one
1: of those flame retardant suits on. Yeah. Does he need it? Well, I don't know. No. Maybe. There's gasoline.
2: No, ball. he could light on fire. I guess. So do these managers, dude. Every pickle season, I just end up my YouTube algorithm starts feeding me manager ejections and like bat flip sell it like it like it just
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, managers definitely have numbers they have a number so they yeah, they I again, so I just I was for a second it's like one of those things where if you don't You're see like, it do you
1: remember seeing a number on the back of that yeah guy?
2: but yeah like, every yeah. baseball season every sports season generally my YouTube algorithm will show me very like basketball season was a ton of like getting dunked on videos or like. All, you know, like crossover and now baseball season's there. So it's like manager ejections, uh bean like getting beans. Bench clear I Like I'll spend an hour at work Watching yeah, bench, bench clearing clear. brawls I'll and do stuff. the same
1: with goalie fights
2: Yeah go- Oh dude Hockey goalie dude. fights Yes back in the
1: day Osgood Osgood and Wah. Wah. Yeah Oof, those are great Brutal Great Yeah And then yeah it's a rabbit hole Because if you watch one It's gonna suggest you another one And, some and then of it's like you're, you're like ones. Yeah
2: you're getting in Nuts. these leagues That you never like These like Caribbean <laughs> league You're like How are these are These dudes are fighting too dudes, Like Dudes yeah. have
1: machetes Yeah you're just, just like, like my god Oh man
2: This is crazy but well, that is uh, that's our take on manager uniforms. Yeah, and inside inside, inside, inside baseball.
1: baseball. If you've ever wondered about it, and, and you know, who yeah. knows? Who, who knows? knows what I
2: mean, we do know, but uh,
1: I, yeah, but it's like one of those things where they they haven't updated it. Yeah. So no one really cares. But I don't know. All I remember as a kid was I always thought it was weird, just like you said. But then also like I, I grew up a Mariners fan, so you'd see, they'd always show Lou Pinella in the. Uh, dugout. Yeah. And he would be smoking.
2: Yeah, that's weird.
1: He'd be smoking in the kingdom. Yeah. Just having a dart, you know. Uh, And it was like, what? Why are you like, you can't go into the like. The the cutaway. You just go in the cut, dude. Nothing. Yeah. You're just in there and like, these guys are athletes. They got to run after this. Right. Just blowing Marlboro smoke in their faces. Right in the face. Just seemed weird. Well, I want to say this: he had the holes in his, his baseball <laughs> uniform. <laughs> Get him an ash, dude.
2: Uh, the article we referenced was from Mental Floss, and it was by a guy named uh, Matt uh, Soniak, S-O-N-I-A-K. So, if you want to look that uh, thing up, that's where we were reading off of. So, if he was wrong, then we were wrong. I'm trying to source sight now, but uh, yeah. So that was inside Inside Baseball. Thanks so much. Go Pickles. Back <laughs> Well, that's it, folks. Another episode of Brine Time in the can. Uh, We are excited that the season is really starting to get in full swing. Obviously, you'll see Jeremiah and myself out at the walk for every home game this season. We've been getting better at Dizzy Bat. We've been getting better at bowling. We're Uh, having a lot of fun out there. I am having fun. Um, And so if you want to hit the show up, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at brine time underscore pod. The podcast is available. Obviously, you're listening to it, but if you have friends you want to share with, available wherever podcasts are available, as well as xraypod.com. We want to thank X-Ray for their support, as well as Cranival Studios for letting us record here. And what do we have upcoming for our pickles? Well, this podcast is being released today on Wednesday, June 12th. So our three-game series against the Ridgefield Raptors, new team, to the West Coast League would have already kicked off June 11th, June 12th, and June 13th. Uh, Wednesday's obviously always Wolf Wednesdays out at the walk. Brought to you by Loganitas, You get a little bandana for your pup.
1: Yeah. I snagged one of those. I got
2: one and I wore it. Yeah. As a dog, but whatever. Yeah. Um, oh, we didn't,
1: Speaking of people hitting us up, uh, we didn't talk about the twins. We didn't. Yeah, let's give a shout uh, out. Who was that? Kaitlyn uh, and
2: Charlie. Yeah. So, Kaitlyn and Charlie... Uh, hit us up. Their, their ninth fa- birthday. Their father hit us up on our Instagram and was like, "Yo, Caitlin and Charlie are huge fans of Brine Time
1: and the pickles and the yeah.
2: pickles." And their ba- their their ninth birthday party was at the game. At the walk, yeah. So we went there. Like totally, we'll meet you. We we had them come out and do bowling. Gave them each a John Ryan bottle head because you can't lose on your birthday. No. And their mom took a picture with the kids and us, which was really cool. Yeah.
1: They're actual fans. Yeah, and I
2: actually saw Charlie and his father the next day. They were just sitting in the seats, but I waved to them, said hello. So they're obviously big Pickles fans. So happy birthday again, Caitlin and Charlie. Uh, you and your friends look like you're having a great time out there, and we hope to see you at many Pickles games. Always feel free to say hi.
1: Yeah, and hit us up on the Instagram or email or whatever. If, you got, uh, if you're bringing people to the games for whatever, we will – do our best to get you guys involved.
2: Yeah, uh, I know. Um, and,
1: and we, you know, we have opportunities now to do that. And yeah. It's fun.
2: A mother came up to us actually that same game and say, Hey, it's my daughter's 21st birthday. So we gave her, you gave her a shout out on yeah. the mic. So yeah, like if we're trying to make it fun. So if you guys are like, yo, it's our wedding anniversary or like it's my first date or whatever, we, you can, if you want us to say something like, Hit we have up. microphones. We have microphones. You can t- clearly see who we Much are. Much to the
1: chagrin of yeah, some a lot of people. The people. Yes. Who work for the Pickles. We have microphones. But they we give do. them to us.
2: And they can't stop us
1: from hosting. They can't stop, won't stop. Yeah.
2: Um, I want to say uh, June 13th, the final game of the Ridgefield Raptors is Portland Trailblazers night. Dill City. My friend, friend of the pod, who has helped us out, Shane Brendan, as well yeah. as the rest of the Blazers Outsiders crew, I Joe believe, Simon, will be uh, throwing out the first again. pitch again. Awesome. I believe. Uh, Blaze will be there. Uh, so we'll catch that out. And then the second home stand, June 14th, 15th, and 16th, is against the Bend Elks. And let's see. What we have. Uh, the 14th, Smoky Brights is going to be there. The Walk is starting to do this thing called Rockin'. Yeah, Rock the Walk. Rock the Walk. So they'll be having local bands play before. So get there a bit early. Gates open at 535. Come out, enjoy some music, grab a beer, grab some food. 808 Food Truck will be out there. So if you're into Hawaiian food, go do that. Who isn't? Who isn't, baby? Who isn't? And then want to do a special shout-out for the June 15th game, the Saturday game, because that is the special uh, game where they're bringing up the uh, Mexican team. Yeah. The Venedos de Mazatlan, which means Mazatlan Deer. So they're going to come up. Uh, They are a professional baseball team in the Mexican Pacific League. In 2016, they won the Mexican Pacific League championship and went on to win their second Caribbean series, which was played in... Santa Domingo, Dominican Republic. The first thousand fans are going to give a free commemorative uh, Benados sticker. So get there if you want a sticker. Heck yeah. We, Jeremiah and I are going to be having the manager of that team, hopefully on the podcast. Yeah. And I believe that night I'll be working that game solo, right? We'll be sat- Saturday Saturday. No? You'll be there. Wait. No, you're gone. Yeah, I'm gone. you're gone. So I'll be out there. I believe all of the announcements over that will be also in Spanish. Yeah. So if you have uh, people who uh, are primarily Spanish speakers, you want to bring them out. Perfect game to bring them out. Um, and we're really excited about that. It's really cool that the Pickles are kind of reaching out beyond Portland and even beyond, obviously, the United States to grab international players or international teams to showcase. So yeah,
1: they're like our sister team, is what they're kind of. Yeah. Pretty
2: and cool. then finishing up June 16th is a Portland baseball history night, which is also really cool. Uh, the first 500 fans in attendance will receive an exclusive Portland Diamond Project and Portland Pickles collaborative t-shirt. Portland Diamond mm-hmm. Project, obviously some of the people who are trying to get pro baseball here. Yep. And uh, come on out. So we'll see how that goes. I, Alan Miller, the owner told me that they might wear uh, Maverick uniforms. Mavericks, that yeah, night. I know but they I'm have not, them. Yeah. But I'm not sure if that's still a thing. So a lot of really fun stuff coming up. Two home games. You got six chances to go see Pickles baseball. Jeremiah and I will be out there. Say hi. For Take sure. some pictures. Tag us. And yeah, go Pickles,
1: man. Go Pickles. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Thanks uh, to X Ray and Cranival. Uh, Marimba Mike for the intro music. Dusty Fox for the outro.
2: Dusty Fox uh, will be there Thursday. I'm going to get him on some Dizzy Bat. Going to have that song. I'm going to have him get walked out to Dizzy Bat to his own song with
1: the jersey we got him
2: I think he might be wearing the jersey or he might have some other pickles gear so very excited
1: we should have Marimba Mike there they we should, should. against each other
2: see if if Marimba Mike wants to come out to that Thursday game hit him up It's a good idea uh, sandwiched the music bread ends of our podcast going against each other at Dizzy Bat very exciting so lots of stuff have fun out there be safe. Wear some sunscreen. Lots of it. Go, Pickles. We love oh you. Bubba Bubby. Bubby's Pickles, baby. Bye bye.
1: Yeah. Uh, light the spark out at Lance Park. Cracking wooden bats, slapping, illuminate the dark. Popcorn sunflower seeds pdx to north freshest in the west coast league yeah portland never known to be fickle deep in southeast that's the home of the pickles brine time home of the pickles brine time brine time that's the home of the pickles